Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location. From a secret hunting spot known only to him. And the guy who told him about it. And possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. Welcome back to another week of The Hunting Show. And first of all, an apology. I did miss last week's show. Sorry. (laughs) My bad. We were on holiday, we were overseas, and I didn't think we would get time to put a show together and get it to air for you, and it just didn't happen. I was, I, I sort of wondered, I did mention it on the on the previous show that that might happen. Such is life. I did get some emails from some of you saying that you couldn't download it on iTunes. It's because it wasn't there to download. And uh, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for coming back this week. I'm loving the, what Facebook does for us. It means that we can get information out to our listeners and they can feed us information as well. And the great thing about it is you guys actually suggest quite a few interviews for me and I'm, I'm, I'm welcoming welcoming it coming in. If you know someone you think we should interview or you've got a good contact, please email me info at thehuntingshow.co.nz that person's contact details or send it to me on Facebook. Just message The Hunting Show on Facebook and I'm likely to see it. Don't message it to my personal Facebook, those of you that have found my personal Facebook. Main reason being is I don't check up on it that often. Um, I don't see the messages on there as often as I do the hunting show messages. So please send them to the hunting show. I will find them. And Tom Jones sent me a message saying that we'd like you to interview the Rabbit Rangers. And they're an Australian crowd. So next week's show will be just that. It'll be with Christian Mahonan. And we will be interviewing him about the Rabbit Rangers and hunting in Australia in general. So that should be a good interview. So tune in next week, Monday from 5.30pm, that great interview. Hopefully, as long as it all goes to plan, with the Rabbit Rangers. This week's interview is with a couple of guys that, well, I hadn't met until today. And I was was very lucky to meet them. They came into the shop. And that is Greg and Willie Dooley, and they've started the NZ Hunter Adventures TV show. Most of you will know about the NZ Hunter magazine. How are you guys? Very good, thanks, Stephen. Good, Stephen. Good. Now, first of all, um, we've we've all seen the magazine. It's it's on the shop. It's it's in the shops. We've all had a good look through it. Most of the guys listening to this, I hope, would have bought the magazine at some point or even subscribed to it. How did it evolve from a magazine to a TV show? It's a very good question. <laughs> it probably started with DVDs, actually. Um, it's probably more Willie's passion than anything else, but we, we produced a couple of hunting DVDs. First, the duck and goose hunting DVD, and, and then a an epic three-and-a-half-hour deer hunting DVD about ooh, five or six years ago, and that sort of started the filming thing, really. And then I guess um, <laughs> we kind of had a break from it, and we'd always... We'd always you know, saw a bit of a niche there and thought, you know, it could be done better 
it doesn't really represent mm. what a lot of the Kiwi Hunt is about. And then this year we decided, stuff it, we'll, uh, we'll give it a crack, and that's really what we've done. We've backed ourselves, and at the end of the year we've got a show going here. So. And uh, from what I can see, it's... It... So you've, you've got a little bit of a, a footage online and I'm going to give a link to that in the comment section of this podcast so people can have a look at it. But the quality of what you're doing is, is, is really good. You know, you've really taken it a step further than some of the other hunting shows and, and TV programs that we've seen to date. Yeah, I mean, our thing probably is content. Um, we love doing extreme wilderness expedition hunts all over the country. That, that's what we love doing and it's what we love filming. So that's probably, if anything, might be our point of difference over other shows is, is, is the fact that we're getting out into the most extreme wilderness for long periods of time involving all sorts of mountain climbing and rivers and and all the various species from one end of the country to the other, particularly the likes of Wapiti and Fjordland. I mean, I've been hunting Wapiti every year for over 20 years now. Um those sorts of huge expedition trips are really our forte, and that's what we've tried to capture on film and, and bring to TV so that those people sitting in their sitting rooms can watch, watch what we get up to without having to fall off the hills themselves. And, and so the show's going to air on Choice TV, which is Freeview Channel 12 and Sky 26. What are people going to see when they tune in? Uh, when they tune in, they're going to see... You know, it's a real Kiwi hunting show. I guess that's what we're trying to capture. And it's um, largely all the big game hunting's filmed on public land. Um, one of the goose hunts is filmed on private land. But apart from that, the public land thing was a really big thing for us. You know, we want to relate to all Kiwi hunters. You know, the weekend warriors finish 5 <laughs> o'clock Friday, go out there in the weekend, walk in the hills. Um, and that's kind of what we've tried to capture. So, you know, they're going to see some real Kiwi hunting adventures. And we've, I mean, we've, We'll put in the hard graph. We've, we've packed in some trips that are seven days long, eight days, eight days long. Um, big heavy packs. There's no no BS. It's just you know just our hard graph, just the hunting that we love, and you know we're just out there doing it, and that's that's probably what what I'll get to see. What sort of you, you talk about packing in. I, this is really just on a personal note. I know when I want to do a show from out in the wilderness, I take a recorder roughly the size of a small book. And uh, I can get some good stuff there. I saw some of your kit today, and it looks like when you pack in, you're taking that pretty seriously. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the, weight, the weight of our packs is insane. Because um, what we haven't done is changed the sorts of trips we're doing because we're filming them. We're doing just as extreme trips as we've, as we've always done, and now we have to carry all the damn camera gear as well. <laughs> <laughs> and sound gear. And so our packs are just always 30 kilos. And in some of the country we're, we're going into, your 30 kilo pack's a pretty serious sort of um, thing to be sticking on your back and trying to climb hills with. But. Yeah. Now, one question I had for Willie was, you, this isn't something that you've been doing your whole life, is it? This is something you've started very recently. How did, how did you get involved? Uh, well, I guess I've always wanted to do a hunting show and I've always seen a niche there. And I thought, I guess my, when I finished school, we'd done the DVDs and I thought, oh, I'll go get a get something under my belt. So I went to university in the South Island in Christchurch and then was doing a banking job and actually pay, actually paid pretty well. And then <laughs> this year we decided, we decided, all right, that's it. And we, we thought we'd give it a crack. Um, so it's been, it has been a huge learning curve. Um, I, I, I guess I'd, I had a bit of knowledge from the DVDs 
And we obviously, we had the knowledge with, with the hunting side of things, and that's where we really clued up. But the, the filming was, was the steep learning curve. So start of February, we, um, I guess we invested in the gear, bought the gear, learned everything, bought the programs, um, and we started filming. We did the majority of it, we actually did by ourselves. Um, and then we've had um, another guy come on kind of in the second half who's helped us out with the editing, and uh, we've got, got it to broadcast. So... Yeah, a steep learning curve, but um, it's been pretty re- pretty rewarding. So. Willie, isn't that just the Kiwi way, eh? Rather than just go, oh, we'll <laughs> look into it, we might just investigate, it's kind of balls and all, isn't it? It's just straight in there, um, exactly. take the jump. <laughs> these, last, these last few months, um, I think since Christmas, I haven't been outside. I've been on the computer every day, and I have questioned, you know, is this, what have I got myself into? <laughs> but um, I think... Come, come 11th of March and uh, when the episodes start going to air and finally we can take off the film Series 2, uh, it'll be well worth it. Because, I mean, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah, well, that's right. Now, just on that point, some of the uh, advertisements or some of the promotion that's gone out there had this, the series starting on the 4th of March. So what happened there? So it's, it's going to be a week later, isn't it? Basically, yes. Um, the original date was the 4th of March, but due to just production times for us and for choice, um, it would have been too rushed to get it out on the 4th of March. So we put it back a week to the 11th of March, which gives plenty of time for the show promotion. Choice of running a big show promotion with an $8,000 prize. Yep. So that starts today, tonight, on Choice TV, and that runs for four weeks, for the next four weeks. And anybody who... Um, watches the promotion, logs onto the Choice website and answers a couple of questions. Well, I think it might only be one question. Goes in the draw for the $8,000 prize, which involves all our sponsors, all our major sponsors. That CW New Zealand is a, a month use of an Amarok. For, uh, there's a $2,000 prize package from Stony Creek, another one from Hunting and Fishing, and a pair of Swarovski binoculars from, from New Zealand Ammunition Company, the Swarovski agent. So, so it's a huge prize package, and, and that's one of, the, one of the reasons that it's been put back a week till the 11th of March. Just one other thing I wanted to say about um, the TV channels. Because you know, sort of our ethos is public land hunting that anybody can do is prepared to lose a bit of sweat. That was also what we wanted to do. We wanted a TV channel that was free to view that anybody could watch without having to have pay a special subscription. So, um, you know, that, that, that made it tougher for us because there's not that many free-to-view TV channels out there. And, and the big three are not really keen to take a punt on a serious hunting show like ours at this stage. They're wanting to just wait and see. So so we were pleased the Choice decided to pick it up and, and run with it on their Wednesday Great Outdoors night. Um, I think it'll be great for them and it'll be great for us. And you kind of stole my next question, was um, was actually leading <laughs> right into that. that. Isn't it interesting that you've gone with the larger hunting on public land which is free access, and we're, we're very, very lucky to live in a country where we have so much access to free public land, and you've also given it to the public free of charge. They can have a look into this, um, and, and they're going to learn. It's, it's what I've seen, and I've had a little bit of a look online. It's good for people that are into hunting and experienced. It's good for medium sort of experienced hunters like myself and those guys that are thinking about getting into hunting. There's something in it for them as well, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. I mean... We, yeah, and we think, yeah, we've got the hunting content and, um, I mean, we've got tip of the trips every every episode, so there's, there's it's a range of tips and um, content. But also, I guess we think we'll probably appeal to more than just the hunters because we're not just a, a, 
it's a bit crude, but a blood and guts hunting show. We've got, you know, adventures, we're doing expeditions, we're, we're clambering from the East Coast to the West Coast. You know, we're hoping to yeah. capture a lot, of, a lot of those people who are interested in the outdoors. And I mean, even the scenery alone should, um, should draw in quite a few viewers, so... You've actually made a really good point there, and one of that is is that I've I've always thought that hunting is almost like this closed shop fraternity. If someone wants to get into it and they didn't grow up with it, their father or their uncle or their grandfather didn't take them hunting, it's almost like you've got to know a secret handshake and three knocks to to actually get past what's going on with this stuff. And a lot of hunters that, that contact me on my show or through my show are talking, and these are guys that just want to get into it. They know about it, they want to make a lifestyle choice, but they don't know where to start, you know? That seems to be the hard thing. Well, that, that's something we've always focused on through the magazine. We run an incredible range of houses. We're not, we're different to a lot of hunters in that we're prepared to share just about everything we do with everybody, which which counts against us at times. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's what it's all about. We're not a closed shop by any by any shape or means. We share everything we do via the magazine, and we're trying to do the same with the TV show. If at all possible, we show exactly where we're going. We have maps and dotted lines, so people can follow in our footsteps if they want to. And all along the all along the route, we're giving them tips. They can follow our show and go to the exact valley where we saw the big wobbly ball and left them for someone else and try and tip them up. You know, and that's that's you know that's our ethos is what we're trying to do is share that wonderful wilderness hunting experience out there with everybody in New Zealand who's prepared to get out there and lose a bit of sweat. Do you think there's a balancing act there? Because, and this is the dichotomy I find myself in. I I agree with what you just said uh, uh, wholeheartedly. I think that we need to share information. We need to get more people out there into the beautiful country that we live in. And for those listeners that we have overseas, which there's a a good number, they listen because they know what we have here and they're probably a little bit jealous. Then there's that. There's a line there that says, "Well, actually, do we want everyone out there, and uh, and ruining what we do? How how do you see that as a balancing act for you guys?" Um, I guess we don't see at the moment. The more hunters, the better. I mean, the special thing about New Zealand is we've got we've got these animals that have no predators, so hunters are crucial, and um, they do it at no cost really to the taxpayer. And there's a lot of it's one of the best uh, measures to do it. So, I mean, we don't, we don't see the problem with the more hunters getting out. I guess the issue we see is we don't want to burn, we don't want to burn Joe Bloggs' spot. So we're sensitive when we need to. Special spots um, that are popular um, around kind of big towns, we probably don't mention exactly where we go. Right. But in the kind of the big country down south where, you know, there's, there's acres and acres of it, um, we're pretty, pretty specific where we're going because... You know, as Dad said, if someone puts in the effort and can get, can get out there, we're good on them. We're not, we're not going to um, worry we, about it. We have, I mean, we do go to some areas that have some of our good hunting mates' favourites, you know, the, the spots that we've developed together. And obviously, the last thing we want to do, as Willie said, use his word, is burn their spot. So in situations like that, obviously, we won't give away a good mate's spot. So, but, but where we can, we'll share where we go. We'll certainly share how we do it and and how to go about it. And everywhere we can, we'll share where we go as well. So you, you think you've got that balancing act right, eh? <laughs> well, we'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> we get all this hate mail. Oh, you're sending everybody down the right spot or up the main spot, then we'll know. 
Now, just looking at the show, you, it's, it's coming up on Choice TV. Is it going to be available on demand anywhere? Is there any plans to have that for people that may not have access to? I know that it's, it's on Freeview and Sky, but um, is it going to be online or is that something you're going to look at further down the track? Yeah, choice. So choice will be running an on-demand platform. Um, so after every episode airs, it'll be available on the on-demand platform at choicetv.co.nz for is it a month? I think it's a month. It's on there. About a month. Good. Um, and then after that, we get the rights back. So at the moment, we're just we're kind of in the middle of really deciding how we're going to launch that. We'd, we'd like to think um, we're going to do an online platform of some sort. We're just not entirely sure how that'll look. Um, but definitely, that's what we want to do. We want to share this, I guess, with the rest of the world. Um, we think it's pretty spectacular what we're doing. So we want to set up a good online platform you know, that can be that can go right around the world. And isn't that hard? And, and the thing, um, yeah. The, the thing is, the, because we're prime-time TV, there's a lot of limits on what we can show. Hmm. So um, because, because the programmers want the show to have appeal to basically most of New Zealand and they don't want to cut a whole lot of people out who don't want to see um, blood and guts and things like that, so, you know, it's not going to have the real intense hunting content that maybe some other shows would have on prime time. But because obviously we've filmed, you know, like an eight-day hunt or a ten-day hunt, we've got so much footage that we can't cram into a half-hour show. We intend to to, to bring out a, a um, probably a pay-to-view platform, I would guess, of a more intense, um, particularly targeted at the hunting, showing all the shots that we can't show on TV within reason. Yeah, and that, that's actually a really, really hard a hard thing to sort of gauge, you know. I find that I look at some of the, the online forums, for example, that have photos and, and videos of hunting that are available, and even some of the DVDs that come out. And to be frank with you, they just seem like hunter porn, you know. They're not... Um, yeah. They're not giving hunting and our sport and our craft a good image. Again... You guys seem to have got that right from what I can see on the on the YouTube clip that I've I've watched. Um, did how much of that did you have to go? Oh, really? Do we have to show that? Is, is that kind of the process that you went through? <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose working with programmers is a, is an interesting um, <laughs> exercise. <laughs> um, most programmers seem. Well, I've never met a programmer yet who's actually been out hunting. So you're talking. You're, you're working with with someone who's a clean sheet as far as hunting's concerned, and obviously has reasonably preconceived ideas in some cases about hunting. So yeah, they have a. They open our eyes up to what what we what um, other people are prepared to watch, um, and we certainly have some good good debate about it. But to be fair, I have to say that side of it hasn't been too bad, has it? They've been, they've been pretty good to deal with on that side. Yes, they don't they don't want to see blood and guts, and they don't want to see animals rolling down the hills and things like that. Um, we've certainly got a cut straight after the, after the shot, pretty much. Mm. Um, and um, they certainly don't want to see uh, animals in pain or anything like that, which is obviously not what we're trying to show anyway. Um, good, clean kills is all we're interested in. So... Um, but yeah, we haven't really had a problem. They've been pretty good, and um, it's just doing it in a tasteful way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I don't know how I think about if I was going to do what you're going to do, and by the way, I'm not. <laughs> um, how how would I how would I get to that point? Because I struggle that even with this audio format, keeping it to a point that, cause, because there's, I'm not trying to hide that side of hunting, but I think we can, it's almost like the fight at the rugby game. You've got to turn the camera away, don't you? Everyone wants to see it. Certainly the hardcore, yeah. but it's not the image that we want out there. 
No, absolutely. And I mean, we've come, we've run through this issue for years in the magazine. It's exactly the same. It's, you know, we want to be accepted by everybody in New Zealand, so that even if they may not actually want to go hunting themselves, they will allow us to continue to hunt. So it's just putting silly stuff on TV or silly stuff in magazines that's going to upset people needlessly is just dumb. So it's a really silly, um, you know, public relations exercise. You know, I've spent far too many months, years of my time fighting with the public, trying to uh, public, sorry, to fighting with the government, trying to fight for the future of our game animals to have it, you know, ruined by people doing silly things, hunters doing silly things, shooting road signs, mm. uh, you know, leaving animal guts and heads, you know, in, in car parks or, you know, silly things like that. That's just so needless and so pointless and, and so detrimental to our future. And Passion. we're really lucky here in New Zealand. I get quite a lot of anti-hunting hate mail. When I say hate mail, it's it's... I'm sure they, they, it's coming from a good place, but that comes to me, and it's all from overseas. Uh, the the anti-hunting hunting lobby in New Zealand isn't strong, and I think it's because of the good work that people like yourselves have done at, is portraying this as a as one as a, as a craft and another one as a sport, but also it's a means of getting meat onto our table. Uh, New Zealand hunters at large, I think, are quite ethical, and, and we've got to be very careful that that's what we show, isn't it? don't we? Absolutely. I mean... Unfortunately, it's like everything. It doesn't matter what you look at. There's always the bad 1%, 5%, 10%. And, that, and that's, that's what always gets the public eye. That's always gets, what gets in the media. But, you know, all you can do is the, as the, as the good 90% is keep doing it right, trying to portray the right image and, and try and drag that, that renegade 10% along with you. Mm. Now, you guys have done plenty of hunting. You, the, the both of you, you've done plenty of it together. And a question that we often ask our, our our interviews is tell us a good hunting story. Tell us something that uh, you know that that you can put together very quickly. And I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. That's a good hunting story that our, our listeners would like to hear. Well, probably probably a really pertinent one would be to start with um, episode one on the 11th of March. Episode one is, is the family hunt. That me, Willie. And my wife Fiona, Willie's mum. That's the three of us starting at Mount Cook, climbing up and over the Mount divide, main divide, and then hunting away all the way up to the east coast, west coast. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly discombobulated there, but anyway. That, so you know that was it was a great family trip. We did it in when was that? It was the end of November, early December, I think it was. So it was basically it was it was a great spring. Avalanche time in the mountains. Uh, had some great mountain climbing stuff with with um, snow and ice and, and crampons and ice axes and ropes. Getting to the top of the main divide in the first place. We had avalanches and ice cliffs thundering down around us, and then hunting away all the way out to the west coast. And my wife was able to take the alpine double. She got a great bull tar and a chamois buck. Worked really hard for them. And um, eight days later, we came out of the bush and had a night in the Fox Pub, courtesy <laughs> James Scott. We, we, came, we came out at, on the west coast and we were going to get picked up by James and fly him back to our truck, which was at the Hermitage at Mount Cook. But the weather was no good. We couldn't fly. We had no cash, no wallets, because we'd all left those sitting in the truck, expecting <laughs> just to get back over. But good old James came to the rescue. He gave us $1,000 cash, dropped us off in the, in the pub in Fox and said, go for it. And we had a great night. <laughs> <laughs> And the next day when the weather cleared, he picked us up and flicked us back over to our truck at, uh, at the Hermitage. So, 
Yeah, so that's episode one, and I think it's a, it's a great family trip. It's got something for everybody, some extreme country, some mountaineering. Um, what else has it got? It's got, I guess the thing I loved about that trip was, uh, so my mum um, is, I shouldn't say how old mum is. But <laughs> <laughs> don't tell us how old your mother is, please. I, I don't want hate mail from your mother. <laughs> she aged old and... Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to say middle. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'd like to say you know I thought it should be a little watery on this um, on this climb up through the snow and ice because it was it was fairly fairly serious. You know we were just across from Mount Cook and it was actually a bit sad. The day when we, we were camped up there was the day um, when the guy um, slipped and died on Mount Cook. But anyway, we're climbing climbing up there and I was I was actually scared. I was I was a bit out of my comfort zone really. Um, but mum, mum just put me to shame, and that, that was the thing that you know I, I, I couldn't stop because uh, mum was just making the most of it. So that no, was great. And then they just see her come out and get get a good, well, a really good bull tar and another crack of shimmy. Um, we're out there in that rough country. You now it was just yeah, as dad said, a good family hunt. It kind of just represents what we're about, you know, getting out there on public land and doing the hard jobs. Fantastic, guys. Now, if people want to find out a little bit more about the show and where. Well, you know where they can go and listen to it. Obviously, they can tune into this, and if they've got this far, they already have. Is there a website they can go to? Yep. So probably the website will be coming out <laughs> very soon. We've got a lot of things on the go, but the new show website will be out within the next couple of days. And probably the other obvious place to follow us is on Facebook. So just NZ Hunter on Facebook, and that's got our videos that's going up. We're often doing little pushes there with little trailers and teasers, and we were about filming and. The other thing is probably the YouTube channel, um, NZ Hunter Adventures on YouTube, and you can follow a lot of the stuff we're doing on there as well. And what I'll do is I'll put a link to those things in the just above the comment section of this podcast. So if you scroll down on iTunes, iHeart, or Stitcher, or even on Blog Talk Radio, you'll be able to see those links and go and find out more information about this great TV show that's coming up on the 11th of March, not the 4th, if you've seen that around. Guys, thank you very, very much for your time. I know you have precious little of it. And hopefully we can get you back on the show in a few months' time. Absolutely. Great being here. Thanks very much, Stephen. No no worries at all. That's us for another week. Warts and all, thank you for tuning in. The numbers are astounding me from week to week. You guys really are tuning in in your masses, and thank you. You can still win that great prize, that 12-month subscription to NZ Outdoor and Hunting Magazine. All you've got to do is be active on the page. Nice and simple, and it could be you winning that 12-month subscription and your photo up the top there as Fan of the Month. Guys, be careful and good hunting. Podcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him, and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.